In elementary school, did anyone else's teacher make them dress up as a Native American for Thanksgiving? What's up? You are now listening to Americanized, a storytelling podcast where you'll hear from eclectic first and second generation Americans share their stories and real life experiences as children of immigrants. Because mine did in like first grade. In this short story episode, I share my experiences in predominantly white institutions, PWIs, and their take on Thanksgiving and teaching us the story of Thanksgiving, the history of it, why we celebrate it, and what it's all about. And so this is back in like 2003, the early 2000s, where teachers didn't teach the truth, at least in my white school. I don't know how it was nationwide, but in the first grade, I attended a public school in the suburbs and it was predominantly white. Generally, public schools are very holiday-oriented and made it a point to mention every major holiday or find a way to incorporate it in an activity or craft some type of craft around a holiday, like we'll do Christmas trees around Christmas, or some candy for Halloween, something. There's always something. And what I noticed is now that I work at a school that is predominantly black, I see the shift in the changes and how a lot of students don't celebrate these mainstream holidays, or there's a few students in the class who are like Jehovah Witnesses, so they just, we can't talk about these holidays. So it's been a little bit tough to do the mainstream crafts and be creative in that way. So that's just a difference there with time and the dynamics of the school. So with it being Thanksgiving around that time, my first grade teacher at the time found a brilliant way, and I mean that sarcastically, a brilliant way to teach us about the history of Thanksgiving and indigenous people. I think a lot of us kind of just grew up with the history of the pilgrims coming over in the Mayflower ship and just, you know, having a nice, wonderful, lovely meal together. But today, I actually was talking with a first grader, which is kind of funny that I'm talking about my first grade experience, but one of my students in first grade, they're learning about the history of Thanksgiving and they are learning the truth about it and he was telling me how the indigenous people were massacred and murdered and I was like, wow, is that what your teacher's teaching you in first grade? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, wow, I really love that. It really gives you perspective of the country and I think in 2020, the two prominent topics that were discussed were of course COVID and alongside that, police brutality. And I think with that, that's where schools, once they were opening back up or even remotely looking to change the curriculum without sugarcoating anything to be more centered on the racial differences in America, the true history of America, the all the hidden secrets. There was going to be an awareness and an exposure that was going to go on. And part of that was telling the true story, the true history of indigenous people, the pilgrims, the Mayflower, and the, the celebration of Thanksgiving that was so glorified. And honestly, as a kid, Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday. I just like the food, 
but it really was. And then, it, like, once I learned about the truth, I was like, I don't know if this is still my favorite holiday. Like, I like the food, I love the food still, but, and I love the gathering, the family gathering, and the community and togetherness of it all. But with its history, it's kind of like iffy, you know, like, I don't know if I really stand for this holiday, but I will eat the stuffing. Back to me in first grade. And first graders are so innocent, so teachable, and this teacher, um, I don't want to say she took advantage of it, but I, I can I don't want to believe that she didn't know the real story of indigenous people. But maybe, maybe it was just a perspective thing. Maybe she didn't know, but this, come on, like she was an old white lady. I feel like she had to know. But maybe just to keep things, you know, PG in the schools, we were learning about the pilgrims and the Mayflower. Um, before we got into this idea she had, she had us collect and donate to the class grocery store paper bags that you use at the store if you want paper or plastic and you say paper. Those are the bags that she wanted us to donate to the classroom for this specific craft. We ended up making these air quote, Native American styled vest using these paper bags. We like decorated them, I don't know if we painted them or like used, I think we used like beads and feathers and like markers and paint to make our design on them. And then she like made sure they fit us perfectly. I don't remember if we also did like the headdress or if she took I'm sure she took pictures. I don't know if we marched around the school. Like, I don't know what we did with the vest other than wear it and look and dress up as the indigenous people. But at the time, I thought, you know, it was a cool activity. I didn't know too much about how wrong it was. I just remember my teacher was like really making sure these vests fit on the students the paper bag vest and everyone was wearing it no problem like we were all I think we probably looked really confused because they're like why are we wearing these paper bags and I can imagine my teacher is probably like really proud of herself because they did look good but at the same time it's it's just wrong like wow I feel dirty for taking part of that as a first grader so, of course, we as first grade students, we lack the knowledge of this true story behind Thanksgiving and the indigenous people. But I'm sure, like, even the, like, oh, well, I question, I can't be sure, but I question if the teachers and kids' parents knew. Because my parents sure didn't know. But, like, other parents didn't seem to have an issue with this because they carried on with the activity and crafts. So I don't know. I wonder, like, when that stopped being a craft. Because if you Google it, if you Google Native American style vest, it still comes up on like these mom blogs and teacher blogs. Like it's a current and really cool activity to do with your child or classroom. So I don't know who's going to stop that because it's really much using indigenous people and Native American culture as costume. As uh, well, I can put this on and take it off, but it's really a lifestyle, it's a heritage, it's not a costume, but it was used as one in first grade, um, which is wrong. Like, if you use any other culture with, with a rich history, and we all have a rich history, 
and somehow create a crafty, costumey, dress-up activity where you dress up as this culture. It's wrong. I don't know why the teacher thought that was cute. But yeah, I do wonder, like, is that still going on or did they stop that? But yeah, and there's like other parts of Native American heritage that people are, that are pretty mainstream, like dream catchers. I actually remember I went to this OT, occupational therapy camp for an internship, and we had to come up with crafts and someone at this camp wanted to do dream catcher activities. Just these little things that are people don't think about, I guess it's mindless, that holds so much meaning. In my school, a third grade classroom, we're learning about dream catchers and the history behind that. It's so meaningful, and for us to use it as a fun craft without the knowledge behind it, it's really empty and it's like a slap to their culture. So it's a lot of disrespect. So we really want to catch ourselves in those moments where this is cool, but is this appropriation? Is this just for fun? Like, what is it behind it? Why are we? Why are we doing this? I don't know how fine or thick the line is between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Like that, that conversation slash battle slash fight is always a thing happening where it's like, I don't, I don't even attack it anymore. Just be respectful of other people's cultures. It doesn't end in first grade. In high school, this was pretty big. So I live in Massachusetts, and in Massachusetts there are a lot of places, streets, towns that are named after Native American tribes. In fact, Massachusetts is named after a Native American tribe who lived in the Great Blue Hill region, which is right outside of Boston, and my high school is named Blue Hills because it was right in that area. And their mascot was the Warriors, which is essentially an indigenous person or a Native American person. And the logo for our school, I believe they changed it. Um, I don't know when they changed it. But it used to be one of those spears with a feather. So we never really had an actual mascot, but we did have pep rallies. And this one student, I think it was a senior girl, she would dress up as a Native American and um, I think she did that like twice until someone said something and then that was just banned, like no costumes, you can't dress up. However, our mascot is still, or their mascot is still the warrior so that hasn't changed. I know a lot of sports teams have changed their team name or their logo, but um, our high school is still the same. And um, the logo is now like three hills. That change, that, that's some awareness there. One of those things that just makes you think. Take some time to reflect and think about maybe certain times in your life where you engaged in some form of culture as costume. Maybe when you were a kid and it was completely out of your control and you just had to participate. Or you've seen it where like, oh, they're gonna do this dream catcher craft, or you have maybe you have a dream catcher and you don't know why. Maybe you look up the meaning behind it. Or if I know Halloween passed and hope we're already far from dressing up as different cultures for Halloween because 
That conversation seems to always come up every year, but it's not a difficult concept to grasp. Not to dress up as someone from whatever culture. It's not a costume. Oh, that's all I have for you. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you enjoy a delicious, scrumptious, big meal. Fill your stomach up and have the itis and take a nap for the rest of the weekend. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, still eat a lot. I mean, hey, if everybody's eating, you're eating too. So enjoy that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope to catch you in the next episode. All original music produced by Stubborn Saul. Find him on all music listening platforms at S-T-B-R-N-S-A-L. 